Did I mention the leader's name? I don't remember. Right. Doug. You said it was Doug. <laughs> That's Kevin. Doug the dwarf. <laughs> Doug the dwarf. That's so Doug. <laughs> Known as Dougie. Little Dougie. Little Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> little Dougster. <laughs> His campaign. How far did Doug dig? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish I remember that line from Lord of the Rings. It's like something, something greed, something, something. Doug, Do you remember it, Megan? Something, something, <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important Hair part. Flip. <laughs> Hair flip. She's a pro. <clears throat> I just went straight to IMDB and... <laughs> Woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no bards. World Megan McKay. I'm playing Tin, who is a female forged fighter and a gunslinger. And you can find my work at doodleforfood.com and onetruedino.com. Hi, I'm Olivia Welch, and I'll be playing the character Ertleby, who is a grandma and also a gunslinger. She's a druid, but she doesn't know it. She just thinks she's really good at gardening. You can find my work at imagingquest.net. Hi, my name is Jane. I draw the webcomic The Pigeon Gazette, which you can find at thepigeongazette.tumblr.com. I play Vasa, who is a human female rogue. Hi, my name is Wesley Hall, and I play the dwarven wizard Rumblestone Hammerstorm. I make the comic Nameless PCs, found at namelesspcs.com. And my name's Pedro Galicia. I'm the creator and GM of Worldwalkers. In our last episode, the group explored the caverns of a new world. Their bonds were put to the test when the group differed on how to approach the problem of a wandering group of mushroom people known as the Myconids. You should not have let the leader leave. He'll now tell others of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still taken aback because I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty miffed at Vasa right now. I'm like we 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 had him like knocked out and like pacified and like we could have like pumped in for information somehow and. It was I'm... a mushroom. <laughs> what could we have come to for except for things to get high off of? The group learned Vasa was possibly correct when they discovered dwarven miners spored up on the walls of the cave. Maybe about five or ten minutes into your journey, you come around the corner and you spot a number of dwarves. They are all attached to the walls. They have all these like spores and mushrooms kind of growing in a kind of cocoon around them. <laughs> <laughs> Many of them have uh, have lost consciousness. A few of them, when they see you, their eyes widen and they try to wiggle. <laughs> I uh, I look yeah I look over at the rogue and go, all right, I owe you a drink. <laughs> Emerging from the cave and returning the dwarves home to the nearby town of Hogarth, the group had only a moment's rest before another miner burst into the tavern with tragic news. The doors of the tavern fly open, and uh, someone runs in. They're another dwarf, but 
they are completely scarred up. They look worn out. They look depleted. Uh, they're barely holding themselves up. And he's gasping. And <clears throat> he says, they've got him. They took him. They took him. And he kind of almost collapses in the tavern. They're gone. I tried I tried to stop him, but it took him all. And it took the lantern. And then the mayor was obviously already startled at this information. But when he hears about the lantern being taken as well, he's beside himself. The group was devastated, awash with concern. Troll in the bathroom. Just thought you should know. (laughs) (laughs) Now the group must learn what happened to the dwarves' companions. And just as important, learn the truth behind the lantern. Yeah, so the the lone miner runs off and grabs the mayor by the shoulders and shakes him and he's telling him something. And then, yeah, the, the, the mayor turned around and it said, oh my God, it's gone. What's he, gone? He, What's he, gone, dearie? The, the, the lantern is, is gone. And everyone, everyone in the party has been taken. And he says, Ev- everyone except except for me, I, I got away. I, I we, we have to go after them. And the, the mayor shakes his head and he's like, we, we knew that they were on the outskirts of the cave. But we've been careful. How did you get caught? And he says, I, I don't know. I don't know how it found us. It usually stays away from like anything this far, but it's found us and 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 they're gone. They're gone, and he's just kind of shaking. Uh, I would I would ask what found you, or like start asking for more details. What's the lantern? I mean, what found you? The the miner looks very pale, and he looks up to you, and he says, "Is this, this there's a creature that stalks us in the mines? Usually, it just." tries to scare us away from certain areas and it's never attacked us before it's it's large and it's it's got loose skin that hangs from its body it's 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 very long and thin i think it has wings but it never leaves the cave is it several mushroom people wearing a trench coat <laughs> no i you kind of think for a second what? No. No. The, because we found some mushroom people those down things, there. And no. they could probably stand on top of each other's shoulders and get pretty tall. No. I'm thinking six or seven feet. That's, that's Yeah, no. At all. They'd need a trench coat, or otherwise it would be really obvious that they weren't a single person. He just looks over oh, back what? at Brummelstone like, what? Uh, yeah, apologies for her. Uh, <laughs> it's time to take your medicine, Grandma. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting, I'm sitting at the table where we were all sat, and I'm just enjoying my ale, kind of looking on. I might be enjoying somebody else's ale if they're distracted as well. <laughs> Tompkins isn't looking. Yeah, I'm just like... Um, does that sound recognizable? Like, do we recognize the description of the creature? If only we had a ranger who had some background in some of this stuff. <laughs> um, Maybe a robot. The mayor turns to you, um, and all, uh, turns to all of you, and says, "Is there you? You look to be of the adventuring type. Would could you please? We have no one else to turn to. We're just a city, a simple village, or simple town of miners." So I um I finish quaffing my ale and then I go <clears throat> and I just like really make this quick gesture to my teammates. I'm like gesturing robot, gesturing to like the dwarf, and gesturing yes, to like dear. I'm just like I kind of like huddle in and I just go. <clears throat> so 
I don't recognize this creature, but it sounds, I recognize it as something that maybe we should not butt our heads into because I think we might have the universe's dream problem in our hands. So I just think we shouldn't do this. Sounds very deadly. Sounds very killing. You know, sounds like a thing that could kill us. I don't, I think we shouldn't do this. Uh, I, I would say, what if they happen to have information regarding our mission that they're unable to give us because they're caught up in their, this business? Well, we could ask them. Excuse me, um, Mr. Doubter of the trench coat theory. Uh, do you have important information about what could be going on with yeah, there, Stardust? Yeah, someone's been, What? You know, Stardust. I, I don't... Stardust. Starship. Can you... I, robot. <laughs> uh, I try to interrupt the confused faces and say, like, uh, can you tell me more about the lantern that was taken? And I go, no, no, dwarf, no. <laughs> the, the lantern, it, it's, I mean, it's the lantern. It, you've surely heard of it. I haven't heard of it. What's the lantern? I'm sure you can build yourself another lantern, a no, shinier one. No, nothing shinier than this lantern. You say it shines like stardust? I, I don't know what stardust <laughs> shines like. I don't know what that means, but I just, we found a rock about a year ago that shines almost as bright as the sun and so we fit it into one of our lanterns and we use that to explore the caves and we have found more mineral and more ore with that one lantern than we have in the last 10 years and we're finally ready to expand and do something with our town other than just simply live week to week and we have to recover it stage whisper to the group sounds like our thing that we need <laughs> I kind of I kind of si- sigh to myself like oh which is ass crack <sighs> if they're dependent on one item their economy will ultimately stagnate there needs to be innovation otherwise <laughs> so I kind of I kind of bow my head a little bit as if I'm like I really don't want to do this but then I turn around and I'm like oh Dwarves people, dwarves people, dwarves people. Is this lantern important to you? It is almost as important as the lives that have been taken from the us. The center of your culture. Is it not? Yes. Crucial to your lives. Is it not? Absolutely. Deadly is this beast. Is it not? Terrifying, one of them says. But then, like, the mayor's eyebrows start to raise and his eyes start to narrow and he's like, and, I'm just, and I just go, I'm like, well, we, adventurers, who have saved the lives of your dwarven people, we, we know how important this is to you. We might very well lay down the lives, our lives, for this. But what will you give? What will you give as we lay down our lives for your culture and your town? If you can bring it back to us, just name your price. We need it. Well, first I'm going to need, like, the best bow and arrow that you can spare. And that, that dwarf guy over there, he needs the best dwarven armor that you can spare. Maybe something for that grandma as well. I mean, what do you what do you want? Uh, I love free uh, things. Yes, I yes. love coupons. So uh, if yes. there's something that's free, that's like the best coupon ever. She she needs she needs um armor thing as well. Yes. Sure, sure. Armor. You can have your pick of our weapons and our armor available. I'm nodding a little bit. I'm nodding, and I'm kind of like I look over to um the the forge, and I'm like, eh, you want you want none of this? Eh? I just uh kind of make an emotion of like, nah, I'm good. Uh, oh my god, 
Your last. Do you do it like free things? Yes, yes. Our, um, grandmother, oh, they're so giving us weird. free things because we are I would like town. free things, please. Free things for me. Can we go over and look at the free things now? I think we should. We are saving their town. Okay, lead the way, Mr. Leaderman. Lead the way, Mayor. He stands up. He just looks defeated. And he motions to the different shopkeepers. And he's like, come on, let's... I mean... And then he stops and looks and he goes, you realize that their their lives are in your hands right now. That we don't know how long they're going to keep them alive for if they're even still alive. I think Time what is, is best, yeah. I think what is best is that we go now. You gather the supplies of whatever will appease these two humans, and we will travel forward. Oh, Masterdorf, I wouldn't recommend that. Um, you are you are so killable on your own. I just. <laughs> We'll, we'll be quick, we'll be quick, won't we, won't we, Grandmother? You've taken too much time oh, now. Quick. I think we should leave. Killabor or not, it's not honorable to take before you have done a deed. But what if we die? We cannot collect on the deed that we have done. Well, And if we go in without prepared, we are even more likely to die. And then who will help these doors people then? It does well, not help them to go in You can stay, I am leaving now. <laughs> and I motion to my brother, make a nodding motion. Who is the ranger who I will help be like, let's see what we can find. <laughs> well, Roberto um, <clears throat> mentions that he's going to stay in the town to protect it in case these things, if they're already moving around. It's a smart move. going to make sure that they don't protect the town. <laughs> um, I, I gather up my things and I nod to the dwarf and I say, um, I'm as equipped as I think I can be and I think that time is of the essence. So... I will join you in leaving immediately. You are you bring honor to your race and your empire. Thank yeah. you. Well, I was very hopeful for free things, but if everyone's leaving, uh, can I can I just have something? <laughs> I turned to the leader. He Do you have any long coats lying around? Hey, someone, just, I've got them on the mind for some reason. Someone get the a bow and a arrow, coat. a bow and arrow set. And a and a bow and arrow. We'll immediately like people run out of the of the tavern. Of the uh, spirit, and I've got like a long coat that like it drags behind me. I don't, just, I don't think that's gonna fit yes, you, okay. grandmother. <laughs> I, I think, think you might I want look good. They armor. they come back with a selection of coats, and they also bring you back a longbow and a uh, quiver of arrows. Okay. Well, I feel ready to go now. Let me add those into my weapon set. <laughs> what, what should I do? Should I go with you? I kind of look at him and I go. No, no, Tompkins, you you stay here. We'll we'll be back. Oh, oh, I mean, all right, yeah. yeah we yeah. we might be back. Master Dwarf seems to have intentions otherwise. <laughs> I kind of yeah. I also look at him kind of wryly, and I'm like, um, yeah. Only if you think you can help. I yeah. I I I can help. Like he looks around for a weapon. Yeah, you just might want to stay. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, Tompkins. The economy of these people is very fragile. You should teach them a skill like house building yeah. while we're gone. Kind of just gives a skeptical look. He's like, yeah, I'll start on that right away. Seriously, we need to jumpstart this. Bye, Tompkins. <laughs> Trickle down economy. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to bring technology to these people. Tax breaks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just walk into the town. You know what this place needs is some tax breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you all uh, pack up and leave uh, the spirited away 
and you make your way back out to the caves where you came from. Uh, on our way back, I kind of, I kind of grilled a mare. I'm like, all right, all right, what is this creature? What does it do? Does it spit venom? Does it screech? How? What does it do? Uh, the mayor says, I, I, I don't rightly know, and he refers you to the miner that interrupted the celebration, and he says, mostly you, you can hear it groan and you can hear it drag its nails along the cave wall the cavern walls uh it's never made an appearance completely it, it usually stays to the shadows and drives us away like i said it, it's just there if we go down the wrong tunnel we'll start to hear it and it'll frighten us and drive us away so so you have never engaged this creature. You have only run from it. Correct. Correct. Every time. Right. Every time. Would you say I it's your greatest it's fear? I think it's a nightmare. I mean, <laughs> isn't my greatest fear. Yeah, right now? Yeah, that's probably my greatest fear. I mean, I used to be afraid of growing old. Who doesn't? Now this. this pro- yeah, that's my number one. But doesn't it have to touch you to, before it becomes your greatest fear? And you haven't touched it, have you? Well, no, it, was, oh, it just, became oh, my greatest fear of the day that it started screaming at us from the darkness. That was, I didn't really need any kind of touch after that. We just, actually, the, we've been really concerned about being touched by it. That's It screamed? Yeah, just can no. you do it? And scream, do it! Scream for us. Oh, please hear the don't! Scream. I, please, like do the scream. I, do mm, the mm-hmm. yeah. I don't really want to do a monster scream for you. I just want to get over to my friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out like two little, like maybe it just looks like a handkerchief or something, and I kind of like tear it into small pieces, and I stuff my ears while we're walking along. That looks like he he feels like um. Maybe he didn't live up to what he could have, and like after a couple seconds of silence, he just goes, "Uh," but worse. That sounds like was that, that, but worse. Was that the scream? That I mean, that was the scream. That, like way worse. Oh, thank you, dearie, for trying. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of scurries ahead a little faster than normal. You get to the outskirts of town, and you find yourselves in front of the cave entrance again. I sigh. I sigh very deeply with <laughs> my hands on my hips, like God damn it. I just got out of these motherfuckers. It just had to be caves. <laughs> the caves, really, Pedro? <sighs> I was like, oh, shit. No, it was just the caves. <sighs> um, uh, so once you make it back to the entrance of the cave, like maybe about 50 feet away from the cave, um, you see that there's a body. There's a body that looks like it ran from the cave and then fell forward. It's got one outstretched hand, and it has uh, claw marks right down uh, its back. There's a little bit of its blood on the ground, and the mayor and the miner both stop. Like they, their faces go a little pale, and slowly but surely, the miner walks over there to flip the body over and see who it is and he gets closer and then he rolls the body over and he looks confused the there's no face oh my god like it's ripped off like there's only flesh and bone Mm -hmm. or like it's a smooth round it's just a smooth round faceless individual Groups. I kind of no, lean no down. No defining features. No hair. 
Like, no kind of... Mm. It's a dwarf, but it doesn't have the beard of a dwarf. Um, it's, it's pretty terrifying. So I kind of lean down so that my mouth is next to um, Rimstone's ear, and I just go, Oh no, we can't afford to prepare more. We should go immediately. We should go now. And then I kind of <laughs> straighten back up, and I'm like, shaking my head. <laughs> So I I do know quite a bit about nature. Would anything I know about nature help me here? No, this is fairly unnatural. This is unnatural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Would anything um, I know about Arcana help me? This like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I uh, sent you a message for some. Oh um, no, I don't like that. <laughs> that's what you know so far. Um, so he takes a step back. He says, "I don't know who this is." So look I, uh, and kind of. This isn't. I don't think this is one of ours. Now, what's weird for you guys is that the his gear matches that of the other miners. Like, they all have the same type of clothing on and stuff like that. But as he looks at him, he's like, I've, I've never seen this. There's no. In fact, no, I, I, I don't know who this is at all. And the mayor kind of looks at him a little bit and he says, I, yeah, I, I don't think this is one of ours. Can I look closer and notice if I notice anything? This looks terribly familiar to me. As you lean closer, uh, you can see that there's a bit of um, kind of like a purplish-hued bubbling in the blood, and that looks familiar to you, Wesley. Does the armor or anything like? Uh, I know Hogarth is not is no is no my former town, which I have unfortunately never named. <laughs> Would I notice anything in like? <laughs> Like the equipment being no, no, more it doesn't. It doesn't look similar <laughs> at all in that regard. No, um, but the <clears throat> that that kind of uh, bubblish entity inside the blood is uh, very much tied to what you've seen previously. Can I, so, um, as I'm start standing afar, can I call to him and be like, "Do you recognize anything, Master Dor?" I look at her and say, "I do." But I'm afraid you would just mock me if I told you. No, no, do not take it so personally, Master Dwarf. We are all we all want to live. What what do you see? What do you recognize? This is the this is the plague that killed my village. A shadow plague that wipes their existence from the memory of the land. You know, it, I'll, I'll tell him it defines, you know, the current understanding that I had of diseases and was one of the reasons I was excited about the quest for looking for other lands. The Shadow Plague struck my village. It was a village much like this, up near the mountains, a mining town. We were, I was to live a simple life. But one day this struck, people started getting these purple hues, and no no healer, no medicine that we could find, magic or otherwise, did it. It could save our town. And the worst part was that people started forgetting. They forgot little things like, uh, leaving their tools behind or that they were supposed to go to work that day. And then they started forgetting bigger things, their wedding. I watched my mother forget all her children. And I watched everyone forget their mother and then forget me and forget everything. And then they just started disappearing. Their face did exactly this. Their skin turned this way when cut open. But it defies all logic. I, me and a, the master we talk about that helps build a, Roberto, uh, he he believed that the cure was in other planes. And so when I saw the dream, I was excited. The patches 
you know, I was excited to travel to other planes, but it seems like this is striking and spreading. Our timeline is built on mismatched timelines, so I believe that the disease comes from there, but there's no proof of that. There's no proof of the cure, and all I know is that the beasts that carry it, they're deadly. You can get it. I don't know how I have survived this far. This is the thing that frightens me to the core of my very bones. So you want to go in the cave? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> Rally ho. Yeah, and I, I just go, and I go, you know, Master Dwarf, do you think our mere magics and our arrows and our and our daggers stand a chance against this beast of yours that has struck down your entire village? I know not. I know not what stands across. I, I, I know it is a plague. It's not even the beast that necessarily carries it, but that it's just a disease that hinders on it. And it looks like this beast has been infected. But it has the lantern we, uh, we travel through. The only thing I know is that my master believed, at least, that, and then I look at Tiny Tim, that Tiny Tin, sorry, I made the pun. Uh, <laughs> I look at Tiny Tin and go, that you are not affected, that you and my brother are, are not affected, and that's why we built him as a protector. I, I hope it's true. Well, why isn't he here? This is a terrible day for him to stay protecting the village. Although I suppose if the monster should attack there, okay, it's fine. I ask, um, I ask Rommel's I said, how do, you, how do you think it is spread? By the air? By touch? By blood? I think it is spread by their, by their blood or, or touch. I mean, looking at the claw marks, I would guess that that is exactly what has happened. But I, those are only guesses. You know, I don't have the research or the proof. And, this is the, and you would know that your village never suffered any attacks. Like when it hit, yeah. it hit within a day. Okay, yeah, and I would I would say that as well. <laughs> yeah, I, my village, you know, did not have creatures attack, but it looks like it spread in either form. I was just curious if it affected any animals, uh, <laughs> like bears, <know>. perhaps. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> Are you mercurious? Is really the question. I'm um, murderous. Murderous. <laughs> I'm just saying we have a robot, and if I can turn into an animal, <laughs> then we can go in there, and you can hover behind us. It makes sense. I don't want you forgetting anybody. I already forget enough things as it is. The only other thing is that I haven't, when we researched with the master, I hadn't heard of it striking other 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 worlds, so perhaps because you are from other worlds, you are immune. But that I cannot guarantee. That is only a guess. So, I'll go first. Obviously, that's what you're getting at. So, I was, I kind of I kind of say quite seriously, I was like, where I am from, we would never embark on such a mission with so many unknowns. And then as I'm saying this, I kind of like, in a resigned way, adjust up my mask. Like, I, I'm wearing kind of rogue gear. Obviously, I'm wearing leather stuff gear, but also having like kind of a rogue getup. So I kind of like pull up my long neck thing to cover basically the lower half of my face as if as a, like a breathing guard almost. So it's kind of just like little ninja bit, little ninja thing going on right there. So that's all rolled up now. 
Oh, you look so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, this was the worst adventure to not bring Tompkins on. He would have been great to run interference for us. He's pretty forgettable already. I'm just saying, uh, in addition, I am saying, let's do this thing. And it'll be pulls her hat down and checks her gun um, and tries to look as cool as Vasa and kind of fails a little. <laughs> like she tries to pull her shawl up and it doesn't have the same oh. effect. Oh, um, before we start forward, um, I would... So we haven't had a long rest, but am I allowed to use my feet? My inspirational leader feet? It says not boostable again until a long slash short rest. So I guess we had a short rest. We had rest. a short rest, yeah. So you All can... right. Speech time. Speech, speech time. Speech. Yeah, I so... actually have an additional question before oh, yeah. that real quick. If I didn't get hit from the last time and I still have the boost, does it just keep adding on or does it... Wait. No, it wouldn't stack, no. Okay. Because otherwise we'd spend, like, half a day boosting. It's a speech. She's like, level 99, bitches! Yeah. It's a weekend of TED Talks of just Vasa over and over again. TED Talks. <laughs> I love this. Vasa's like wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, you know, it's not a turtleneck, Grandma. It's like, it's like a face mask thing to guard the lower no, but, face and hide my dentist. But for the Sorry. TED Talks. Uh, it works in both ways. You have the small little pencil microphone. <laughs> Let me tell you a little thing about adventuring and courage. <laughs> First time I met courage, I was scared. Second time, I was ready. Yeah. Why yeah. the difference? And then he walked to the other side of the stage. Is it all just l- quotes from Lord of the Rings? Just like- <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of quotes. It's like, <laughs> it was a time. This is when the strength of sure man fails. But it is not this day. <laughs> Tin wouldn't, wouldn't boost then. She just wouldn't get any of the references. There are Tin, you have homework. Before we head in, I would just like to write down everyone's names in case we forget. Um, so I pass around a sheet of paper for everyone, and I have them draw themselves um, so we can match up who's who in the event of a memory loss. Um, so I actually just draw what looks almost like an octahedron symbol, and I like and colored in black, and I just you know right next to it, Vasa. <laughs> What about Tin? What's your uh, artistic skill give you? I draw a uh, stick figure with a with a like a a law holding a longer stick, and that's the gun. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Brummelstone. Uh, Brummelstone draws himself with much more hair and uh, a much fuller <laughs> beard. Than that. He'd say, and after signing, he would he would look up and say, "I cannot ask you to go in there. You know, doing this would be a great honor and help to me. So thank you. Uh, you know, and you will have my undying allegiance, which is not something a dwarf takes lightly." I kind of just casually said, "I was like, it is not honor that pushes me in there, Master Dwarf. We are here on a mission far beyond mere honor. If yeah. were where we had any other option, I would not go in there. This is a fool's errand." Next time, let us get free stuff. More free. <laughs> Thank you, grandmother. Thank you. All right. No problem, dearie. Let's go. What you, what, oh, uh, oh, well, by the way, Mr. Dwarf, are you coming with us? Both of you. Dwarf and dwarf. Um, Not you, Mr. Dwarf. Before the mayor can speak up, the, the minor, um, Carson, he's like, 
Mayor, you, you should head back. I, there's no reason for you to go in there. You won't do any good. I'll go with you because I couldn't ask you to go in there and not do that myself. But I'd ask that the mayor stays behind. The mayor says, I, I understand. And he solemnly shakes his head and then runs <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like behind us, he's blowing up the like, hole. Just I like would like it. you to prepare the best available for our return, Mayor. The best. Spare I'm on no it. expense. All right. <laughs> I better hurry then. God. <laughs> takes off running go. faster. Yeah. When, Politicians. I turn around, like, when I turn around, I'm like, I intend to drink that ale. <laughs> That's so badass. Carson, where did you lose your team? I, I can take you to the general area. Does anyone have a light? <laughs> the miner looks sad. Carson just looks down like, no. <laughs> Overdependent on one resource. Well, let's see. Does anyone have something they can light on fire, maybe? or? And I kind of I kind of quirk my eye at um, Bromelstone and I go, perhaps magic. A magic light. It's not the kind of magic I have. <laughs> and I would dig into my pack and pull out a torch. He goes, besides, dwarves have dark vision. <laughs> I'll light a torch and uh, okay. give it to Tin and be like, lead the way. Cool. Good luck. <laughs> Robot shield. Sorry, forged shield. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate your efforts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of go, I kind of like um, knock Tin on the shoulder and I go, let me hold the torch. If you were to attack, we cannot afford to lose our source of light. Thank you. That's kind. Yeah. Oh, and then nice. I walk, and then I walk behind Tiny Tim. So <clears throat> you venture off into the cave. Um. So you venture in and after about an hour, who's got the highest perception? I think both I and Brummelstone have. Passive perception of 16. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you hear some uh, skittering and shuffling up ahead. Tin takes, like, gets her rifle ready. Just prepared. No you, reason, you... just... <laughs> just... It's just that time. is going to take this time to cast uh, the same spell she did last time. <laughs> Um, that illuminated all the beings nearby and revealed them to be mushroom people. Um, but she's forgotten the word she used last time. So this time she says, Appear, appear, things that are near, so that we don't fear. You know, I think that's what exactly what she said last time. <laughs> <laughs> These are just little rhymes I made up for myself back in my days gardening. Doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> Don't forget to wiggle your nose. How far ahead do you cast it? Well, you people who heard that skittering, where was it exactly? It's it's up ahead, um, and the torchlight gives you about twenty feet worth of a uh, visual. Then I'll do forty feet. Okay. You you do like the the what was it again? Are you doing the fi- the finger up wiggle? Here, up here, oh. up here. <laughs> Um, Just one of my little rhymes I made up back <laughs> in the day. Um, so the area starts to glow and take on that kind of just warm, vibrant uh, energy again. And you can see a number of those same kind of mushroom creatures. And they're all peeking around the corner, Shit. thinking that you couldn't see them, along with the more hairy, uh, sluggish type of beast. And they are surprised, so you guys get the first action. 
Yeah, I like look really quickly to Rumblestone and I was like, can you scare them off? And I make like exploding gestures with my hands. <laughs> like, I'll do my best, yeah. <laughs> and I go, good. I am not looking forward to feeling that pain, those pains again. Yeah. The nice, happy feelings? No, grandmother, the agonizing feelings. The ones <laughs> oh. that felt like death. <laughs> oh, uh. those. <laughs> Brummelstone, you're up first. Oh, good. Um, how far away are they? Uh, they are uh, about 40, 50 feet. Oh, well, then I'll just take a light crossbow and take a shot at them. Okay. <clears throat> Which one? Do the hairy one. Yeah, you know what? We let him live once. He's he's had enough. You know? We did try talking to the hairy one, right? We said, right? hello, hello, Is... hairy one. And it didn't work, right? That's what happened? Correct. Can, just... yeah. can we, can I tell if like the hairy one, I would guess it's like a dwarf, it used to be a dwarf. That was like. Oh, you're not quite sure, no. Okay, well that's my guess. And so I'm going to put him out of his misery and let him die in combat the way dwarfs deserve to die. <laughs> Uh, I got a 19. 19, that's a hit. Uh, 3. You let loose with a crossbow bolt, and it finds itself in his lower thigh. Kind of brushes through it a little bit. He didn't take too much damage. He seems to be okay. 10? Okay, I'm going to just go ahead and try intimidating them. 10? No, they, uh, they hold fast. They're not... Cool. Maybe they've heard of you already. Maybe, uh... They're just made of sterner stuff than the last group, but they are not intimidated by you. Cool. Uh, glad I wasted my <laughs> extra. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do for your intimidate? Just so I can uh, visualize. I kind of, I kind of was just like, "Hey," and I just kind of like stepped <laughs> forward really fast. You do like when you have a cat nearby, I'm like shoo, shoo. Yeah, I was kind of like, "Go cool. on, get." Yes. <laughs> Vasa. All right. Can I? Uh, so, so now I'm gonna pull out my handy dandy bow and arrow set, which you know I was able to get. Let me go shoot at the big hairy one. Rolling. That's a 19, and now I'm gonna roll for damage. It's 11 damage. Yep. So you guys step out from behind everybody and fire off a quick arrow. That one finds uh, its way right into like right above his chest, and he kind of howls in pain over that one. Uh, Ertleby? Entangle de entangle do plant life around me captures you. <laughs> Let's see. So <clears throat> everything's entangled except for the tallest one, the kind of the, the hairy one. Mushroom. Nope, he's oh. he's entangled as well. Oh, so, excellent! Yep, you reach out. And you do your little finger uh, wiggle again, and then you watch as uh, vines and roots burst out of the ground from the walls and just start wrapping around all the creatures and tangling them, grabbing them by the throat, the arms, and the legs, whatever they can grab onto. Well done, Grandmother. Hmm, I mean, if they're just plants, maybe we could make some dinner out of them. (laughs) I don't know. I always liked mushrooms. So the first one uh, is stuck, is trying to fight out of the uh, entangle. But it can't get out. Brummelstone? Uh, I will take a shot. Uh, you said the tall one's not entangled? That seems the most dangerous. I think it would run up on me. I mean, or me since I'm in front, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. fine. No, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> me, me is important. Like, you know, Roberto's not here, so I'm not worried about anybody else. I'm just kidding. Um, I actually will 
I want to cast close enough in range. I want to cast Ray of Frost at it. That is not very good. Seven? Eight? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. You you fire off the shot, but it's a little too hasty, and you don't find your mark. The next one's going to try and break out to no avail. Ten? All right, cool. Time to get out the big guns, if you will. Um, <clears throat> so I'll aim at the, the hairy one. Okay. That one would make a bad dinner. <laughs> Why is it so hairy? <laughs> oh, Sorry, I got yeah. That's fine. I got 23. That's a hit. <laughs> Six. Uh, so it's nine, 90 points damage. Yep, so you line up the shot really fast, and you catch him square in his chest, and he almost falls over, but he's still holding on. Um, the next one's going to try and break out. Nope. Uh, Vasa? So they're all entangled in this... How far away are they from me? They're all 40 feet away or a little more. Uh, they're all entangled except for the tallest one. Okay. So what I'm thinking I want to do is that I want to rush in and, with my torch, try to set the entire tangle of plants and mushrooms on fire. It could actually cook them. We actually could potentially eat them for dinner (laughs) if we do this. So for that reason... Ertlby approves, but no pressure, dearie. Well, I mean, I, I would I would like to, yeah, I'm going to run in and set the set the whole bunch of them on fire. So, yeah, you're going to run up to one and just light the fire? Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to sort of, like, dash in and sort of, like, shove the torch, um, like, yeah, towards one of them, into, like, the, the heart of them or something, or at least the edge, and then try to dash back. Yep. And you have cunning action, which gives you several options. One of them is disengage. So if you use that, you'll use up your bonus action, but it means they can't hit you as you try to run. Yeah, I guess I'll use that. Yep. Yeah. So you quickly dash in and you bring the torch down into some of the vines of the entangle. And then once you see it catch a good fire, <clears throat> the creatures are trying to reach you to hit you, but you picked a spot where they weren't frequenting. And then... As soon as one kind of gets into your range a little bit, like struggles through the vines, pulls up and gets close, you disengage back and you take off back towards the group. Yeah. It does manage to catch one of them on fire. And you watch as it, like, the flame kind of races up its body and it just goes like, (laughs) and it kind of starts, like, screaming and shaking as it starts to burn alive (laughs) and the fire spreads. Um, It's a plant. (laughs) It's a plant. I tried talking to it. It's a plant. Um, That said, I do have this picture of all of us that we drew so that we wouldn't forget each other. Um, And I'm just curious. I want to try communicating with them one more time. So the fire hasn't spread everywhere. So I go up to one of the ones that hasn't been lit on fire yet. Mm -hmm. And I just hold the picture up to it and also offer it a pen in case it wants to draw something. We've done this before, but it's worth a shot. So I like hand them the pen and the paper. This is their last chance to prove that they're anything other than mushrooms. And I'm like, get I want back, to grandmother. Get back I'm here. just curious. Um, and then I'm like pointing at my drawing and me. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it opens up like a slit in its face. Oh dear. And that's where the noise of it's like kind of groaning and screaming comes from. And it pulls back, and those spores shoot out of its head. <laughs> I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 
I made a bad decision. As you remove the sword, she's like, I'm, I regret this decision. I do not enjoy this. I got I'm a 15. This. What'd you get? 15. Nice. All right. So those spores sink into your skin in an attempt to uh, take away your autonomy. They start. They try to stun you, paralyze you. But your body oh. fights it off, and you're okay. But you are stuck next to it. Oh. I mean, you can try to move away, but it'll get a free hit on you, an opportunity attack. I'm sorry, everybody. I hope this one catches on fire soon. <laughs> and I stay put. All right, one of the other sprouts is going to try to get away. It cannot break out either. Um, the hairy one, as we call it, does not break out either. Goodbye. Yeah, and then new round, we're on round three. Uh, that small little one is going to keep burning. Uh, and it dies. It screams and then just like falls and just keeps roasting to a crisp. Uh, Brummelstone? Oh, that's, that was sick. I'll take a shot at the, the tall one. If I can't hit it with magic, I will hit it with bolts. Eleven. Or, sorry, 12. That hits. Alright, I'll take this. Ten, ten points of damage. Alright, so uh, <clears throat> that connects, gets right into like a, right in his face area, and even though you weren't convinced that the crossbow bolt was going to do anything significant, it looks like it really tore into him, and he's kind of screaming in pain. Um, one of those sprouts is going to try to break free. And also avoid the fire. It does not break free, and then it catches fire. It's having a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) And you watch as it, too, just screams and lights up. It is free now because the the vines burned away from it. But it it, uh, takes a significant amount of damage. It looks like it's about ready to fall over. Tin? Cool. I'm just going to keep shooting at the hairy one. (laughs) All right. Ah, damn it. Um, 11? That is a miss. Next one. Cannot break out. Catches fire. (laughs) (laughs) And you watch as it's just like, it's struggling and it's trying to flex against the uh, vines and it's like it's getting ready to break and then the fire spreads over to it and it's and it starts to scream, and the vines break off because of the fire. So it's also on fire and free, but it's also almost dead. <laughs> Vasa? Okay, Um, is the one that was nearest to Ertleby and the one that spored her, Um, is that one free burning, or is that one still trapped and not burning? Still trapped and not burning, and it's also All the right. tallest one. I'm going to take my arrow. I'm going to shoot at it. So let's roll for that. Four. Um, yeah, your concern for not shooting Ertleby in the back of the neck uh, overrides your ability to aim. Apparently. I'm just like, ah, oh, gosh, darn it. They're like, stop <laughs> moving. She still has the paper out. Like, huh? Yes. Uh, Ertleby? What? Well, I'm very disappointed. Uh, and I draw my gun and 
put it point blank on the head of this found mushroom person. Uh, ranged attacks, you roll disadvantage because you're so close. I know. Okay. It's going to be cool. But you're still going well, Compton on it. makes sense. In all the gangster movies, a headshot is yeah. just like, kill. Yeah, yes. is, it, is it a sideways it's bound shot? also. Yeah, 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 be sure to hold it like sideways. Like, Yeah, yeah, it's sideways. Also, like melee rules make a little less sense here, given that it's completely static. And just like, I'm bound soon to be on fire. Um, okay, so I roll a disadvantage. Can you call it a punk ass before you kill it? If I hit it first. Say what? Can you call it a punk ass before you hit it? Of course. <laughs> first, first, let's make sure I hit it. Because I just rolled a 17. Aww. And a 3. Do you want to use a luck point or are you going to uh, let it go? I'm going to use a luck point. Yes. <laughs> I got a five. (laughs) How many luck points you want to burn on this? (laughs) Another one. (laughs) Eighteen. Eighteen. All right, there you go. (laughs) It's worth it. This is a noble cause. Okay, so I have to look cool. (laughs) Rolls a seventeen because that was the worst of her two rolls. The seventeen and the eighteen. Is that a hit on the battle? That is absolutely a hit. Well, then I'm going to... The most gangster of hits. 12 piercing damage, and she turns her gun sideways. This is... Punk ass with a snapper. Blam! (laughs) Blam! So you fire off around, and you connect, even though... It was touch and go almost for a second. <laughs> uh, I am lucky. A little bit of the arthritis got her. Yeah, it, that's what happens. Is that it, it dodges at the last second your arthritis takes hold and like twitches your gun the other way. And so, it, <laughs> yeah, it lines right up and um, blows a giant hole in its stalk and it flies backwards into the vines, which consume it. Yeah. Does that mean it's dead? It's yeah, it's dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this la- this really other dead. little sprout breaks free before the fire spreads. Oh, finally got finally one got away. And then, we got a lucky one, guys. <laughs> the <laughs> massacring these monsters. <laughs> the fire is not spread enough to consume the uh, hairy one, but it's still stuck in the vines. New round, Brummelstone. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... I'm going to take out the tall one. I'm going to hope that like the last shot will take out the tall one. Everybody else seems to be doing well with everything on fire. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> the tall one was already executed on the streets of Compton. Oh, last mm. <laughs> oh okay. Was that that one? <laughs> curb stomped and everything. It was, yeah, oh, it was curb <laughs> I take his tennis shoes and throw it over a phone wire. Yeah. As is traditional. Um, the dwarfish way. The dwarfish way, yes. <laughs> you guys don't have foam wires in your world? Uh, well, then I will take it's a shot. Where we keep our shoes. Is where we keep our shoes. Really high up so that bears don't get them. It's the first trial a young dwarf must succumb to. <laughs> uh, I'll take a shot at the bearded one. Or the one that looks bearded. Uh, 17. That's a hit. Uh, 3 damage. Not too much damage. It kind of just tears through its arm a little bit, but it's still going strong and it wants to rip out. Um, 
that little sprout is going to charge you guys while on fire. Oh, <laughs> no. Coming. Carson, this is you. This is all you. <laughs> Who's up front? Is it uh, Tin, right? Yeah. All right. She's so. not flammable. No, no, she's not going to catch fire. But it's going to run up and throw its tiny little fist at you. Step on it. What? Uh, what's your AC? Uh, sixteen. And it missed. Like it, it brings its fist into like your shin. It's like ting, <laughs> and it, it doesn't pierce it or damage it in any way, shape, or form. Can I do that classic thing where I just hold out my arm and it's just like swinging and missing at me? It's like <laughs> they're tiny, so fire. like you'd have to really bend down to get this visual. You'd have to be super uh, low. The most adorable gotcha. burning creature I've ever fought. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fire consumes it and it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's last, it's yeah. last action. Yeah, <laughs> it runs over, like, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, tin. All right, <clears throat> maybe like third times a charm with this thing. Gonna go for the the hairy one again. Oh my god, <laughs> ten. No, no. It's, yeah, no. <laughs> the little sprout did his duty. He kept you uh, confused and off, off balance. <laughs> um, the other one is going to just burn. Yep. <laughs> he accepts his fate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, Quiet resignation. It just salutes. <laughs> the tip of his mushroom tip. I died doing what I love. Attacking <laughs> adventurers. Uh, Vasa? Yep, so I take aim at the big hairy one, because that one seems to be not on fire and all that stuff. And the roll! Seven. No. He's too intimidating, I guess. Yeah. I just got this bow and arrow set. It's not calibrated to me. I just, <laughs> and also, it's made for like little dwarven hands, so it's like the size of a pie in my hands, and I'm just like, ah, gosh darn. As a dwarf, I sternly disapprove of this conversation. <laughs> my, my first bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, uh, but it's just Erdelby. Erdelby's got a gun out. The hairy one is the one that's not on fire and not dead. So yep. she pivots. She like she's like got her like shaking arthritic hand, having blown out <laughs> the the tall one in the vines. And she spins dramatically, and her her shawl flaps, and she takes aim at the hairy one, uh, and then she rolls. It's actually a 17. That's it? Yay! So she's going to do her 2D person. That's that's not a D8. I was like, a 9! Good job, me! Um, (laughs) Erdelby does 6 damage. Plus her dex? Nope, that is plus dex. I rolled a 1 twice. (laughs) Consistency is the key. So you do like that cool little whip around, and it's stylish as hell, but uh, it, it wasn't properly lined up enough, and it just kind of nicks his hat, uh, kind of nicks like his a uh, little bit of his leg. Um, but it still does some damage. It does. It does. That little uh, sprout that's loose at full health is going to charge also at uh, tin. Bring it. <laughs> uh, moving on. We're just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Do I have, like, this, uh... My arms out, like, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> it runs up, and it jumps up for, like, a power slam, and ting! Um, <laughs> that creature is done. 
It's okay. It finally breaks out, <laughs> but that's its turn is to break out. But uh, yeah, you see it rip through the vines and scream, and it's getting ready to charge one of you. Uh, new round, Brummelstone. I'm going to end this. I'm going to take a shot at it. Hopefully, uh, it will fall down. <laughs> uh, 20 altogether. Yep, that's it. Nine damage. You fire off the crossbow bolt, and that hits it square in the chest, and it stumbles forward and then pulls itself up for one last go and uh, is still getting ready to charge forward. Tin? So wait, do I still have that little tiny thing, like, trying to... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll have faith in everyone else. Can I just try and curb stomp this little annoying? <laughs> you want to try and step on him? Uh, yeah, or can I just try and slice him with my, my glaive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want this little sprout to go the distance so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh I wanted to bring down, like, half the party. <laughs> no, I'm, like, doing terribly. I got an eight. Ooh, it's too small. Even when it's right there? It, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, think of how, like, when you're trying to, like, kick squirrels, you know how they always invade your foot? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm always trying to kick squirrels. <laughs> Every not that day. I do this in my side time when I'm not playing D&D or anything. I feel like right now all I'm good for is just, like, being a living wall and just, like, <laughs> taking all the attacks. Living walls are important. As long as you take all the Shadow Plague damage, we're good. <laughs> cool. Vasta? Yep, so I'm gonna... I'm just like kind of like cursing the bow, but I'm you know gonna go ahead and try to take aim at the hairy one again. So here we go, the roll. <laughs> it's a four. Fucking bow. Oh my Fucking God. dwarves don't want their lantern bag. I swear. <laughs> we are not doing too good this time. <laughs> It'll be. We started out so strong. <laughs> <laughs> that that one that hairy one is going down. <laughs> I roll to hit, and I get a 16. That's a hit. Time to actually hit it this time. I do 10 damage. So yeah. it's finally broken free. It's getting ready to charge forward, and then suddenly Ertleby just lines a shot perfectly with the middle of its forehead and stops it cold. <laughs> that little Slow sprout. motion, it falls backwards. Its hair slowly <laughs> undulating in the wind. <laughs> it's gonna go ahead and try and hit you again. <gasps> Critical hit! Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> no! <laughs> He's a trooper. I'm gonna miss Sprouty. Oh man! Oh, that was <laughs> Can we adopt him? Can yeah, we adopt Sprouty? <laughs> we need more like team mascots. He's <laughs> so much better than Tompkins. Tin is like over it. She's just not amused at all. She's like having such a bad time right now. Let it's him like, live. It's like if a squirrel bit you really hard on the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. I want to keep him. It jumps up. Like it, it's getting ready to attack you, and then it runs like kind of like in between your legs, and then gets you right in your ankle for a ridiculous amount of damage. What the fuck? Crit for twelve. <laughs> Holy shit! We have found the robots. Literally, Literally, literally. Goddamn, Dorothy built you. You guys hear as metal bends. As like one exposed wire. (laughs) (laughs) Sprouty goes super shroom. Uh, (laughs) Just like to see this massive floor just like topple down on slow and goliathy. (laughs) 
<laughs> the dwarves built a failsafe in case Tiny Tim ever went rogue. Bro, are you still up? Oh my god, you hit zero! Are you? Are you? Megan? No, she shouldn't be. She had my little inspirational speech. Okay. Yeah. Which added four. I was asking how many hit points you had, and you didn't oh, answer, I so I thought like you were really bitter. This is, oh, she no, just no. leaves. Oh my god, guys, could you imagine if this thing killed me? I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> um, I'm at 14. But now you're at 2, right? No, 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 I'm at 14 with the damage. Holy crap, that's a whole lot of health. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, how do you have that much Good health? Good thing she's up front to take all the tiny yeah. little mushroom attacks. Brummel's yeah. stone. Well, I'm gonna... It's, the forge is my only way to hopefully uh, not get the shadow plague. So I'm gonna pull out my warhammer and smash all right. the little guy. I hope you leave it for me. I hope you just all our attention all pulls of off a of, like adult threat to like this tiny little thing chewing our robot friend down. <laughs> we were all like celebrating the death of the hairy one, and <laughs> it just like snaps at me. This is like beyond humiliating for Tim. <laughs> uh, seven altogether to hit. Yeah. Oh. No, it's too small. Oh. It evades. You, it's ten is just like kicking her foot, trying to shake it off, and it's just like hold still. Ten, your turn. Okay, so I'm just curious if I just wanted to reel back and like literally just try and punt the shit out of this thing. What kind of like attack is that? You're trying to push it away, essentially. So I'm like pissed. <laughs> Get it. All right, boom, motherfucker! It's a twenty. Twenty? I can't do that. She's mad. Oh, I almost did. <laughs> I would be so sprouty. We're <laughs> like rooting for a little sprouty man. So are you on, guys? I feel like we're gonna have fought dragons and like other monsters, and it's gonna be like, remember Sprouty? That was a really hard fight. That almost took us down. That was a real threat. <laughs> so yeah, you punch it five feet away from you. Does it do any damage? No, no. You've elected not to do damage. You've elected to put... Uh, essentially, you're using the, the uh, shove a creature option. Which means that you're... You just wanted to, to get away from your ankle. Yeah. You're like, no! You'll live to fight. Uh, Vasa? Okay. Um, well, I was going to intervene on Tiny Tins. Uh, you know what? I'm going to intervene. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull out my rapier and try to skewer the little thing <laughs> as it's flying, as it's like arcing through the air. Right. <laughs> so, let's see. That's a 16 plus my dexterity mod, which I have not been adding this whole entire oh, time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a 21. That's a good hit. Yep. And, oh, 22 actually. And now I'm going to go for damage, which is an 8. So that's 15 damage. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, like, it flies through the air, and then you dart out from behind Tin, charge forward, and then skewer it, and it never hits the ground because it's still on your blade. Shish kebab, bitch! And it just goes like... Yeah. Uh, uh. And then just, like, hangs limp on my little rapier. Yeah, it's just limp now. I kind of, like, turn around and flick my rapier so that the body kind of flops limply down at Tim and Tiny Tim's feet. Can I just, like, seriously curb stomp this thing, please? <laughs> yeah, you can curb stomp it. Okay, do I need to do any kind of check? Can I just no, punt no, it no. to the darkness? And yeah, you can just punt it. 
I'm so pissed off. I just reel back and just <laughs> kick the shit out of it. All right. So yeah, you okay. <laughs> cool. Oh, you go for the field goal and it's good. <laughs> Sprouty. Sprouty. We'll always remember you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to share McLaughlin tribute? I will remember you. Like years down the line when Tiny Tim's like, oh, so how'd you get the scar on your ankle? And she's like, oh. <laughs> it was a bear. It was a two-headed bear. <laughs> Bad night of shrooms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 12 damage. That would kill Dirtleby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, <clears throat> the dwarf kind of comes from around the side and he says, oh, are we are we ready? Koss, if you weren't any help at all. They're just mushrooms. He's, he's like, kind of darts <laughs> around. He's like, no, I guess not. <laughs> uh, Tin's still in a bad mood. She just kind of like, <laughs> is really gruff and just like, just go. <laughs> Can Erdelbreed pick up, like, the corpse of one of the mushrooms to try cooking later? Yeah, yeah. No? Uh, she puts it in her bag. <laughs> Sprouty stew. <laughs> it's Sprouty. She picks up Sprouty's dead that, And I just go, actually, can I, like, explore the heads, the, the mushroom caps of one of the bigger ones and try to see if I can find any spores in there that sort of, like, are collectible or gatherable? You could take the spores. You'd have to roll to see if they affect you, though. Actually, you know what? I kind of turn around and I, I look at Tiny Tim and I was like, hey, uh, come, come here. Let's let's see if we can gather some of the spores. It might be useful for later. Uh, Tin is still grumpy and she just silently <laughs> goes over. <laughs> She's sulking at this point. She's really, really upset. Yeah, um, I'm just going to pull out another one of my infinite handkerchiefs because why not? And I sort of like pass it over to her as if she, you know, she should, you know, bundle it up as if it was, you know, a bundle or or whatever she collects. I'm not touching any of it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'll go in and try and scoop up spores if there are any, or if I can. Yeah, give me a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, eighteen. 18. Yeah, so you dig through and you pull some spores out. They're already okay. kind of withered, but you find them. Hmm. Yeah, maybe a spore bomb. And then I go, can you can you walk? To Tanny Tim. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can walk. And I just get up and <laughs> banana. And then I, I kind of like, as she stomps off, I kind of like turn to the rest group and I go like, yeah, and then I follow after her with a torch. I can walk. <laughs> um, a quick question about, for me, there's um, a thing like called Second Wind, which um, that would have to be in a battle, right? Or, yeah, because I, since that was such a critical hit. Um... Yeah, you, you could do it. Okay. Um, and I regain 10. So you uh, continue your journey, and let's see if uh, he can get you guys on the right path now. That's much better. He rolled a 1 the first time. Sorry about that. Um, so... <laughs> bad Carson. Bad. <laughs> um, let's see. You start navigating your way through the caverns. Um, it's about an hour and a half before you really get anywhere significant. Um, after about an hour and a half journey, he kind of starts to slow down and he says, wait, wait. 
this is this is where it was. It was somewhere in here when we first heard it. He's kind of looking around cautiously. Tim doesn't really have any patience at this point. She's just like, "All right, let's pick a direction and keep going." Can we can, investigate? Or like... Yeah. Can can I? Uh, can we sense anything on passive perception? Yeah, you would see a little bit of a uh, blood on the ground. Both of you. Can we follow that trail? Or... Yeah, you can definitely follow that trail. Um, or at least point Carson towards it. So yeah. actually, this is his idea. <laughs> the Do blood... this so the forge stops me mad. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the blood is definitely um, dried up, obviously, but that kind of arcane energy that's sitting inside of it is still bubbling. Yeah. Even after all this time. Do not like. <laughs> so this place is getting a bad Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> so you take your time and you follow this trail, and it leads you. Uh, into a large cavern. The cavern opens up and the ceiling is at least <clears throat> 60 feet tall and then it kind of there's a, there's a hole in the middle of it that goes even higher up. The room itself you've got about ni- uh, 80 feet to kind of work with and once you all walk in you hear a couple real terrible scrapes on the rock and then you hear first you hear the rocks tumble <coughs> And you turn around to see that your tunnel is blocked off. Oh, it always happens. Ugh, did anyone save before we entered? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I had us all draw pictures of ourselves. That's basically <laughs> the same thing. We have quick point. save options now, yeah. so it's cool. We're fine. We didn't get any health packs or any yeah, did weapons. We, did we see any boxes to kick in? Yeah. <clears throat> um... Coming into your torchlight is a creature you've never seen before, regardless of what world you come from. Its loose leathery skin hangs from its skeletal frame, which ends in a tail made of teeth. As it climbs down from the ceiling, you watch its limbs twist and turn as bones grind and shift to accommodate. Its eyeless face is long and ends in a jaw that unhinges as it widens like an elongated skin-wrapped beak. Suddenly it leaps off the ceiling as it rips into its own skin, pulling it open like wings. It groans as it plummets at you. So, wait, is it clear that it intentionally comes towards us and it's not like, oh, it's my It's plummeting at you. No, like it, it, it's crawling along the ceiling as soon as it sees you, and as soon as you get a chance to see it, like, really take it in, that's when its jaw kind of unhinges and opens up and it dives at you. Thanks for listening to another episode of World Walkers. If you want to keep up on all things World Walkers, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod, or you can follow us on Twitter at worldwalkerspod. If you want early access to episodes, artwork from the group, and more, you should probably consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Your support is very much appreciated, and we can't do this without you, so any support you can lend is amazing. I wanted to take a moment to thank BattleBards for some of the music and sounds you heard in today's episode. You can find their work at BattleBards.com. And I also want to thank Sirenscape for some of the music and audio you heard in today's episode. You can find them at Sirenscape.com. Uh, I can't read this, please.
<laughs> Do you want to take a second? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it's just like I feel bad. Like I'm passing information to Wesley so that his character is informed. Quietly staring at me. The <laughs> I, I, I look off as though I'm recalling something. <laughs> Very annoying. He does this a lot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> in the in the movie, there would be like flashback scene, like yeah. women screaming, <laughs> children dead, <laughs> villages burning. It's like kind of washed out color. Yeah, like it's not full color. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like grayish white. He's, he's so younger, dramatic. but also like actively injured and bleeding. He's got sweat, and he's like oh, looking yeah. around, kind of like shell shocked. He has hair connecting the top of his head and his beard. Just like yeah. long, beautiful locks. <laughs> the, you lose it right here. First. And you know he's nope. looking for his family. It's, chaos. He's it's, like it's even more drastic. He's human in the flashback. <laughs> yeah. Like some, some like shit went down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's guest on in the flashback. <laughs> no one's town gets destroyed like Gaston. <laughs> 